What is up, Buttercup? Thank you so much for joining me here on The Shalene Show. My name is Shalene Johnson. I don't always record in my car. I sometimes record in my car. Today we're recording in my car because we've had a lot of life changes. Yes. And if you don't know what I'm talking about and it's just even remotely interesting, you can go back and listen to the episode just prior to this one and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Cliff Notes, we have a new roommate, Brett and I, and it means we're making a lot of modifications. Modifications to the way we live our lives and the way that we're able to conduct business and honor our priorities. All right, let's get to today's topic. Five tips, unconventional tips to help you spend a lot less time on your phone and get focused. Here we go. All right, before I do that, I just want to mention we're going to talk about focus. And I am often asked, what supplements do you take, Shalene? Because we know we have ADHD. Do you take medication? What supplements do you take? So to answer that question, yes, I do take medication. But I want to warn you, I guess warn you, inform you that not everyone with ADHD does better on your typical medications like Ritalin and Adderall for ADHD. There are certain forms of ADHD, especially those that are higher on the anxiety scale, which are worsened. Your symptoms and side effects can be made worse by taking medication. So don't just assume like, oh, my doctor says I have ADHD. I should get a medication. It's going to help. Not necessarily. It just depends. It really depends on what type of ADHD you have and a lot of other factors. So I do take five milligrams of Adderall. I don't know if that's interesting to you or not, but I do. And in addition to that, I rely heavily on supplements because I do believe that our first line of defense is micronutrients like food. But I can't be certain every single day, I'm not perfect, I can't be certain every single day that I'm going to get all the appropriate micronutrients that I need for proper cognition. And now, especially with my father-in-law's Alzheimer's, Brett and I both are like, we are doing everything in our power to make sure that we have ultimately the best brains possible. And I regularly look at my brain scans from the two brain scans that I had, which were two years apart, to see the huge improvements that I was able to make in my brain, not just feel it, because sometimes you wonder, like, if I had improvements or am I just imagining this, right? And so actually having a SPECT scan, S-P-E-C-T, SPECT scan of my brain enabled me to know with certainty that what I was doing was really making a big difference. And one of those things includes changing my diet and taking supplements to help my brain. One of the supplements that's become a part of my daily routine is a supplement called Pure, P-U-R-E. Yes, Pure. And it's made by Organifi. I just mix it in with my water. Well, this is what's interesting is the reason why I love Pure for a couple of reasons is it tastes a lot like my lemon ginger water that I used to make fresh batches every day. I just ain't got time right now. Sometimes you got to let things slide and you got to take, find an alternative. And for me, that was pure because of the ingredients of pure. It is hundred percent organic and all natural. It supports brain cognition. 
it helps to increase BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotropic factor. So I love Organifi. I take a lot of their products, but that one I am religious about taking. I take it every single freaking day, sometimes twice a day. You can get 15% off all of the products at Organifi when you use code Shaleen. I'm going to spell Organifi for you. It's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen. And again, it's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Shaleen for your 15% off. The other supplement that I really love, if you're going to grab a couple, is their Organifi Gold. That one helps me with my nighttime, oh, I need something sweet. I just had dinner cravings. Yeah, Organifi Gold. It's got a ton of superfoods in it. It also helps with your sleep and helps with recovery after your workouts. It just helps you get better REM sleep. So you're never going to wake up feeling groggy or anything like that. I love Organifi Gold. I love the Pure, but they've just got great products. So check them out and get your 15% off by going to Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen. Okay, now let's talk about those five unconventional tips to help you spend a lot less time on your phone. Number one, and I know I've said this a million times before, but you have got to stop being so dependent upon your phone. It's a habit. Just think back on 10 years ago, we weren't like that, which means you can survive and you can, I'm not saying you have to eliminate this habit because you're not going to eliminate your phone, but you can change the habit. So you're spending a lot less time on your phone. And here's what I want you to focus on. I want you to focus on grabbing for something other than your phone. It's easier oftentimes for us not to just try to eliminate a habit, but to replace a habit. I would like to, this is my first tip, number one, is to work on replacing the habit of grabbing your phone with grabbing your daily planner, your push journal, your whatever journal it is you use, whatever daily planner, find one that's small enough and portable enough. I am not a fan of the annual planners. I do not like them because they're usually too big, they're not convenient, They just don't work with this particular habit of having it with you 24-7. So I want you to focus on every time you go to grab your phone, go, I need to grab my planner. Now, the only way that's going to happen is if it's small enough and convenient enough for you to have it with you all the time. For those of you who wear glasses, you know what I'm talking about. Eventually, you get to a place where you don't leave the room without your readers or your glasses or your water bottle, whatever that is for you. I want you to break the habit of grabbing your phone whenever you want a distraction. And when you feel that need to be distracted, when you feel that need to check your social media, condition yourself to grab your daily planner. Number two. I want you to create a lock screen image that is a trigger for you to not look at your phone. What do I mean by this? All right. So for me, what I've done is I've taken a picture of my push journal, my lock screen on my iPhone, whatever smartphone you have, it doesn't matter. But when I tap my phone, right, to turn it on, my lock screen is a picture of my journal. That is something new. I've never done that before. I started doing it like two weeks ago and game changer. It is a game changer. Because even though obviously the push journal is a pretty solid habit for me, not every day. There are times where I just, I forget it in my room and then I've forgotten about it until like, you know, midday. It's in my bedroom and I'm at the office. I'm like, shoot, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. So what I started doing is I took a picture of my push journal. I made it my lock screen 
Okay, I'm going to walk you through this process. So you take a photo and then you go to your camera roll and you tap on photo and you should see options beneath it. One of those options being copy photo, share to album, use as wallpaper. So when you tap on use as wallpaper, it is going to give you the option of selecting that as your lock screen or your wallpaper. And you could use both if you want. I like it as my lock screen because once I've already turned my phone on, oh, it's too late. I'm already in social media. You know what I'm saying? But if I can tap my phone on the lock screen and I see that journal, then it's made a huge difference for me in just the last two weeks. When I see that picture, I've been reminded to not check my phone first. But before I do that, I look at my daily planner, my push journal, and I just look at my schedule. And I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Hmm. Well, let's see. I don't have in this block of time, waste time on TikTok, waste time on Instagram. I don't have any check my you know likes on my last whatever If that's not on my schedule, then whatever is, is what is the best use of my time. And that is my second tip. Now, if you don't want to take a picture of your push journal, that's fine. Then here's another thing you could do. You could write in your own handwriting, don't check your phone or do 10 jumping jacks or do 30 burpees. Like whatever it is, you know, you need to be doing instead of spending time on your phone, change your lock screen into a message that reminds you what is you supposed to be doing? Tip number three, create a list of the five things or three things or however many things every day that you need to make sure that you're not doing. So for me, my do not do list right now are things that I am tempted to do when I want to procrastinate. And they include going on Clubhouse. I've turned off my notifications. I haven't even gone on Clubhouse in like a week now. I haven't gone on Clubhouse since I made the list. So one of them is to not go on Clubhouse. The second one is to not go on TikTok. I mean, I can go on TikTok, but not unless it's scheduled. The third one is not to go on Etsy. Oh my gosh. Etsy is such a time suck for me. It is ridiculous. I can go like, hmm, I feel like buying a pair of earrings. And next thing you know, it's like three hours later. And then the fourth one is I don't need to respond immediately to everybody's text message. So that is on my do not do list. I do not need to respond in real time to everybody's text message. If I'm working and focused, I can just let my phone ding or I put it on silent. I don't need to respond to it. So that's my do not do list. And it has helped me tremendously to stay off my phone because most of those things I just mentioned are things that involve my phone. So this do not do list, I made a post-it note. I've actually made like four or five post-it notes. I have one that goes on my computer screen. I have one that's in the kitchen where I like to work. I have one at my desk at the office. I have one in my bathroom. And so placing these post-it notes, which I have, you guys, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, meaning like a couple of years, you know, Post-it notes are remarkable for helping you to develop new habits because it's a physical trigger. You see it and you're reminded. And wherever you place that post-it note, eventually that thing becomes a reminder. So right now, every time I look at my computer screen, my desktop computer screen, I see that post-it note and like it could fall off my computer screen. And I would still like every time I look at my computer screen, like right now I'm reminded of the things that are on my do not do list. Tip number four is to use 
your iPhone, I'm sure Androids have this too, use the mechanism that allows you to track the amount of time that you're using social media. Now, what's kind of funky about that is depending on how your apps line up, for example, listening to this podcast, I believe that counts as social media time, right? Even though you might not actually be like looking at your phone right now, it's just like playing or whatever, but that might count depending on how you've whatever set up your phone. It does not matter how much time, I don't care how much time and neither should you really at the moment because it tracks a lot of things. But the goal here is to use that tracker so that you can make it a goal to reduce your usage every week. Now, maybe that's by 10% this week. I feel like that's a really good goal. Maybe it's 20%. Maybe you look at the number of hours you're spending weekly on your phone and you're like, I cannot do this. What's really kind of cool though is that it will show you which of the apps you're spending the most time on. And I'm just going to give you permission right now to spend as much time as you need to on podcasts. But all the other things, let's try to cut that back. That was my fourth tip. I think it's a pretty big one because you can measure it. My fifth and final tip is this. Remove the apps that are very tempting for you. And you can actually do these things from a desktop. For example, I do not check my emails on my phone ever, ever, never, never. I do not go into programs that are tempting for me to go into. Like, what about Facebook? Do you need to go on Facebook on your phone or could you just do that on your desktop? Did you know you can even manage your Instagram from your desktop? Now, I know that might sound kind of drastic for some of you, but at a minimum, let's consider turning off notifications for those things. Like every single time you get a notification, it gets you a dopamine hit, which is addictive, which makes you want to pick up your phone and then you pick up your phone and the next thing you know, you've lost your focus and you're not working on the thing that is the best use of your time, which by the way, that's a really good phrase to use. You know, you probably have heard me say it before, but it might be a really good thing for you to put in your own handwriting and take a picture of it and make it your lock screen, just a simple question. Is this the best use of my time and talents? You know, when you tap your phone and you see that and you're about to go onto Facebook or Instagram, you know, the answer is no. But if it's something that you want to learn, if it's something that you want to expand your brain with, then it will help you to stay focused. I just think our phones have become I think they're anxiety inducing. I think that's why people's depression is higher. Anxiety is higher. It's why our attention span is like nothing. It's like three seconds. It's less than that of a gnat. I think it's one of the reasons why we're so disconnected from our kids. It's the reason why kids are disconnected from each other. Like they're all on their phones and on their apps, but yet they've never been so lonely. Y'all, you've heard me talk about this before. I'm not the first. I won't be the last. I don't know what the solution is, but we have to rein in our habits because this phone and what we can do with it, it's remarkable, but it's also really scary. And too much of a good thing is a bad thing. We've got to rein it in. We've got to spend less time on our phones. I promise that it's going to make a big difference for you. It's just been two weeks and I already feel so much better. Like my usage time on my social media this week was down 24%. To me, that's like a huge win. And I'm much more in tune with my day planner. Like I'm in the car right now, it's next to me. And it's really helped me to feel much more focused because it's always with me. I'm more likely to when, you know, I get interrupted, I'll just say, hold on, give me a second. And I'll just write down what it was I was in the middle of. It just makes such a big difference 
in my ability to, to not get frustrated when I'm interrupted, to remember what I was doing, and that allows me to make better use of my time. And right now, that's really, really important because our time, Brett and I, it's very focused on our family right now in the immediate circumstances. And so I have to be so incredibly discerning about where I'm spending my time. Brett said to me this week, he's like, do you think we need to cut back on podcasts during this season? I said, not at the moment, but I will evaluate that if I need to. I think what's better for me to think about is like, okay, should I cut out, you know, a podcast or should I cut out time that I'm spending on my phone doing things I don't need to do? Well, the answer to me is obvious. It's about disciplining myself to do the things that are the best use of my time and talent. And thank you for supporting me in this mission. Thank you for supporting the show's sponsors. Like you guys, that's a really, really big deal. You supporting our show sponsors, the way that I select them is really important to me. And the fact that you support them means the world. I love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being so supportive and and letting me know like th- that yesterday, I mean the day before Monday's podcast, letting me know that that like had you crying and that you really felt like just hearing that you guys are praying for us and hearing the stories of those of you who've been through what we're going through. It just, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like I have a lot of support. Podcast people are my favorite. I just... I do have favorites and they're the people who listen to podcasts. We're a different breed, aren't we? Like, I don't even understand people who don't listen to podcasts. Like what is even wrong with these people? How do they even get through life? Are you with me? Anyways, I love you. Talk to you soon.